Just stuff. Welcome to episode 16 of Good Stuff Sports. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know people involved in the sports that we love and maybe learn a bit about sports that we don't know so much about. On today's episode, it's all about hiking, backpacking, being outdoors with Hiker Steve. I know many people just celebrated Mother's Day, and for a lot of people, that might mean hiking. So let's hear from an expert, Hiker Steve. He's got the Pacific Northwest covered. So if you're planning on a hiking trip, he is your guy for all kinds of information. You can reach me at mike at goodstuffpod.com, at goodstuffpod on any and all social media. But right now, let's hear from Hiker Steve. It's uh, very, very cool to welcome Hiker Steve to the Good Stuff Sports and Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you today, Hiker Steve? Oh, I'm uh, doing pretty good. I'm enjoying some sunshine today. Great. So where, let's uh, I like to set the scene a little bit. Where are you right now? <laughs> I'm actually in my car because it's one of the few spots that's quiet at my work. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. We won't tell that you're uh, supposed to be at work, but you're in your car doing this. This is very important, obviously. So, um, oh, it's okay. It's actually my lunch break, so I'm good. Okay, good. Um, great. So you're uh, you're in the the Vancouver area, is that correct? Yeah, uh, just outside of Vancouver, but uh, everyone knows Vancouver. Uh, follow the Olympics. Everyone will remember 2010. Yeah, that was a good Olympics. I remember that well. So the um, the reason why you and I are talking a is because well hopefully it was a giveaway in the uh, in in your name hiker Steve but you um you've gotten into to hiking and I think that for families and kids and really anyone like hiking is a great way to be outside and get exercise and I think we're gonna get into all of that as we go but so tell telling me and the audience a little bit about why you love hiking ah well i don't know there's something about being outdoors um when you're out on a trail and you just smell the forest and you see flowers that you normally wouldn't see in the city there's something about it there's there's something that relaxes you and kind of takes you away from the stress of the city and i don't know it's uh it's just it's hard to explain it's just it's a feeling that just makes you feel good, just mm-hmm. being out there, being close to nature. Mm-hmm. When you were growing up, were you uh, were you an athlete? Uh, yeah, I guess you could sort of call me an athlete. <laughs> what did you play? I I played soccer. Soccer, okay, cool. Like how far how far in the soccer world did you go? Did you play high school? Did you play college? I'm still playing today. Whoa! All right, that's awesome. Um, so. But a difference between soccer, which is generally played outdoors, and hiking is, you know, soccer, you're part of a team. And hiking is, is kind of an individual activity. Um, do you find that when you are hiking, are you going with family? Are you going with friends? Are you mostly by yourself? Or is it a, is it a big kind of mixture of that? It's a good mixture of it. Um, when I can do backpacking like if i go overnight or something like that i try to get my oldest son to join me he's 27 um but i actually run sort of a small little hiking group here at my work um, where we try to get out once a month um so 
it can range anywhere from sometimes I'm out by myself just because I need to get out. Uh, other times I'm out with a group of 20 some odd people. Mm-hmm. And do you find that the experience is different when you're out with so many people? Are you able to connect with the, with the outdoors as easily or is it just a different thing and you got to sort of file it in a different way? It, yeah. When you're hiking with people, it's, it's a little bit different. You're still enjoying the outdoors, but um, you tend to more connect with the people that you're with and you where conversations will range any all over the place, right. just whatever's on your mind at the time. So definitely um, a little bit different when you're hiking with a group than when you're hiking by yourself. Right. So you have, um, so, so geographically, are you mostly in the uh, hiking and, and outside in the Vancouver area, which is beautiful. Um, and, and people would be very lucky to, to find that as their sort of home base. But have you, have you explored other areas, maybe, uh, either South or East or even North of, of where you are? Probably 90% of my hiking is fairly close to me here. Um, within BC, Alberta, a little bit in Washington state. Um, I have done, which was a new experience for me was last year in April, I went to, uh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh uh-huh. and, uh, and did a five day through hike there with, uh, connecting with, with a group of people down there. First time ever meeting them in person. So that was, that was quite the experience. <laughs> That's a little bit of a risk. Was that on any particular, was that like, just a sort of, I guess, like, it's not random, obviously, like, if it's a, a well-traveled trail. But what was the trail there that, that you met up with them on? Uh, the trail was called the Laurel Highlands Hiking Trail, mm-hmm. L-H-H-T, as they call it for short. And it was actually put together by a person um, named Brian Ford, who was trying to promote, and, and he's doing it again this year, uh, an organization called Gear Forward, uh-huh. which is where... They want you to donate your old used sleeping bags, tents to scout groups, church groups, wherever, where kids just haven't got the money to get those uh-huh. that, that gear so that they can get out and, and experience the outdoors. Right. Oh, that's amazing. That that organization's called Gear Forward? Gear Forward, yeah. Gear you can Forward. find them all over social media. Cool. Excellent. Um, all right. So have you been a, a hiker your whole life? Um, I've done day hikes, uh, probably a good portion of my life. Um, backpacking overnight. That's, I started that, um, doing that and really enjoying it. So probably about 2009. Cool. Okay. So that's, that's almost 10 years. So in those 10 years, um, what are some of the, the best hikes that you've done? What are some of your favorites? Oh, <laughs> Uh, for sure is, um, a location not too far away from, from here, probably about four or five hour drive. Actually, it's probably a bit far, further than that. Um, a place called Cathedral Park. Uh-huh. Uh, and you are, you are, I think the base camp there is 6,800 feet. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's just a different, it's just a different world up there. You yeah. hike up to about 80, 8,900 feet and it's just, it's amazing. Like you, you can't describe it. It's like it, there's sections where it's like you're walking on the moon and then there's other sections where you're walking in a forest beside a beautiful lake and you've got mountain goats right in your campsite. In fact, I had one actually lay down right beside my tent. <laughs> you made a friend. That's very sweet. 
It was, it was, there was nothing like it. It was, I've, I've been there twice now. It's probably my favorite spot to date. Uh huh. And so how long is, uh, how, so that's an overnight, that's a backpacking trip. How long, like mileage wise, do you think that is? And I know that, you know, you're in Canada, I'm here in America and, and maybe, you know, if you want to go kilometers, right. you can go kilometers, whatever it is, we'll figure it out. <laughs> it is, uh, actually that's a unique location. Um, one of the best things about that location is there's a lodge at the top of the, uh, of the mountain up there and you can pay the lodge. Um, I think it, at the time it was, I think a hundred dollars and they will drive you up and drive you back down and you have to schedule the times or you can do the 16 kilometer hike one way, uh, up to the camp, which very few people do because it is extremely steep and there's no views, no nothing. Uh-huh. But once you're up there, you kind of use that as your base camp and you go for day hikes and okay. you, you day hikes range anywhere from a short one of eight kilometers up to, you could do 25, 30 kilometers in a day. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay, cool. So I'll let you do the conversion. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to maybe, <laughs> maybe <at some laughs> point we'll get to that. Um, okay. So, so, and this may, may come out, out a little bit weird, but I think that like there, and I'm interested in your answer because you, you, you are luckily placed in a beautiful area, but you know, for every favorite hike, I'm, you know, I'm assuming there's one that's not so great. And I know that, uh, you don't want to like talk disparagingly about a particular region or whatever it is, but are there, has there been a hike that you've been on when you're like, this is just not good. This is not fun. I'm not enjoying this. I'll be I'll be absolutely honest with you. I cannot think of a hike that I've done where I haven't enjoyed it in one way or another. Where I, I don't think I've ever been on a hike where I've just felt absolutely miserable. Uh huh. So all okay. The way through the hike. Okay. So let me give you let me let me uh, let me throw some elements at you and you tell me if you've been if you've experienced it. Have you been in like a massive downpour? Yes. And you still liked it. Okay. What about? That's how much I enjoy the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> what about a snowstorm? Still liked it? Uh, actually, an interesting one. I, I'm gonna. We went um, another one of my favorite parks is called Manning Park, mm-hmm. and uh, we did this one in August. And we started on that hike, and it was cool in the morning, but it was supposed to get up to like 20 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit <laughs> or something, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, it started to snow. And then it started getting windy and snowing. And it, and it still wasn't, it didn't feel that cold. But we were still enjoying it. It was just, it was just weird. The snow squall came through and just dumped on us and didn't care. Still wearing shorts, still wearing shorts oh, and shirts. We kept oh, going. Wow. wow, that's awesome. Okay, so... So you really do love it, you know. There's no, there's no denying that this is amongst your favorite things. Um, so I, I think that mountain goat story was really cool. Do you have any other like really cool stories that 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 could only have happened out on the trail? Ah, oh, put me on the spot to try to remember things. Um, <laughs> well, actually, that that same location, and this is why I love that location, is at one point if I had a wide enough angle lens. In my campground, I could have gotten a deer, a squirrel, a rabbit, a mountain goat, and what was the other thing? There was one other thing. There was one other animal. I can't think of it. It was probably a bird of some sort. Uh-huh. Not a bear. All within, 
All within a hundred feet of me. Wow. It's amazing. So close, right? Yeah. That's, that's gotta be such a great feeling. Um, so another thing that you, you're kind of what I'm interested in, in terms of what you do is that you're, you're a little bit of like a, a gear, a gear guy, um, meaning you do some reviews and, and things like that. So, um, if you, I mean, this is also a little bit of putting you on the spot, but if you had to think about like the top five or eight or four or whatever the number is that we end up on most important pieces of gear in your mind that you think people need when they go out for a, for a good solid hike, um, what would they be? On any hike, whether it being day hike, whether it being a short little hike or a long hike or anything, there is what they call um, the essentials. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is water, um, number of things in your medical kit. Um, you have to have those things, a snack, um, rain gear. I mean, there's, there's, I think they call it the 10 essentials. And of course it's something that I should remember, but <laughs> I always have it in my pack. Uh-huh. So it, I never ever actually I take it out to count or remember what's in there, but it's always in my pack. And uh-huh. Even if you go on a very short, short hike, even a kilometer, even a mile, whatever it is, you always run the risk of hurting yourself, and you should be prepared for that. Uh-huh. So some kind of like first aid kind of kit or something like that? Definitely. First aid and water. I mean, right. I mean there's only... you. Uh, the body can go out without food for quite a while, but the body can't go out without water for very long. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Um so, okay. So when you are on a, a backpacking trip, like when you're going multiple nights is, yep. is the ability to communicate with the outside world. So like say something were to happen and I, I don't know, you ran out of food or something like that and you needed to reach someone. Do you carry a, a communication device with you? Uh, funny. You just asked, I just recently bought one. Okay. Um, the, uh, what they call it in reach. Okay. Um, w- one thing about BC is we're very mountainous and cell phone coverage is spotty at best when you're in, when you're out hiking, uh-huh. even on a day hike. Um, so this in reach, uh, Garmin makes it now, um, it used to be called another company called Delorme. Okay. And it is, you can use it to communicate. You have to pay a subscription, obviously. So they got to make their money off of you somehow. Um, <laughs> You, uh, you pay the subscription, and you can actually use it to send text messages. And if you're in a real dire strait, you can hit an SOS button on it, and the search and rescue team will come out and get you. Is it? And because it's a GPS, they know exactly where you are. Uh, is it like satellite, or it's just GPS? I mean, do you know that? I mean, that's a, that is an inside it, baseball question. It uses question. a satellite. It, yeah, it uses a satellite for both your GPS coordinates as well as using a satellite as a two-way communication. Cool. Wow. Okay. So you, uh, on your website, you have a lot of, uh, product reviews. I, I mean, maybe even on like Twitter or Instagram, but, um, how often are you reviewing products? <laughs> Not often, really. Uh-huh. Um, I'll, something that, uh, sort of piques my interest or something that I, I maybe purchased and I, and, uh, realized that maybe it wasn't quite the thing I wanted or was a little bit different than what I saw. I like to put things like that. Um, I, I try not to call them gear reviews. I call them gear demos. 
phones. Oh, got it. Because I'm not really, I don't want to review the item saying, you know, it's terrible or bad or it's really good or whatever, but I kind of want to point out things that I like about it or I didn't like about it or things that weren't described very well, maybe in the description when I purchased it. Mm -hmm. Kind of showing people so that they can kind of see what it is, give them a little bit more information on on a product. Uh Uh-huh. Great. So you take it for like a real life spin and then you sort of talk about it afterwards. Definitely. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you're not just taking it in your backyard and setting up the tent, but you would actually go and be on the trail and use it in like a real world situation. Is that right? That's right. Everything on on there, I have used it out in the back country one way or another. Nice. Okay. So that's really, uh, that's fascinating. I mean, I love going to, to to REI. I'm not sure REI is, is REI in Canada? There's got to be something like it. Um, uh, we do. We have what we call MEC. It's, it's short for Mountain Equipment Co-op. Uh-huh. So how often are you it's going? Yeah. How often are you going there and just like, because it's very, <laughs> very fun to go into places like that and just look around and be like, oh, I wish I could have that. I'd like to take that. How often are you doing that? Uh, I try to limit myself because I'll be buying something every day. Yeah. I, I love gear. I mean, anytime I see a flyer out that's got camping gear in it, I'm just, I'm staring at it. I just, I, I want it. I, I'm, I'm any camping backpacking gear. I just love it. Yeah. Um, so one like sort of cardinal rule that I've heard, um, about camp, uh, camping or hiking is about footwear. And that is that you should, never go out with a new pair of boots or shoes. Do you subscribe to that? Does that make sense to you? Definitely. Break uh-huh. them in. Unless you like unless you like blisters. If you like blisters on your feet, then go for it. <laughs> I do not like blisters. Okay. Is there is there a particular brand of shoe that you prefer? Because, I mean, I'll speak for myself, right? Whenever I buy sneakers, I buy New Balance. I don't know why. I don't know how I got to that point, but um, it's always New Balance for me. And I know that they fit right, and that's for me. Do you have a particular brand that you are, are very uh, attached to? My my backpacking uh, boots that I have uh, have a little bit more support and ankle sport in them, and they're uh, Solomon, uh-huh. and I absolutely love them. Great. Cool. All right, so that's a good. Um, my day hiking, my day hiking boots yeah. are uh, North Face. North Face. So North Face and Salomon, let's hook up hiker Steve. Come on, he uh, he needs he needs endorsements. Um, so the, the <laughs> sort of, do you? Um, yeah, it sounds like you're a busy guy. You got a family. You work. Do you? If you were to go out on a a longer hike, like a you know multi day backpacking trip, do you train at all beforehand, or are you just comfortable enough where you can be like, all right, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna feel good the whole way through? No, I need to train. Okay, so what's training like? Uh, actually, I'm going on a five day backpacking trip uh, this year up coast of Jasper with my son, and just recently I started. Uh, starting to train for it now i'll just i'll go out for a walk around the neighborhood i'll go for an 8k walk around the neighborhood just to, and i try to do it two to three times a week uh-huh. and as well as like play soccer once a week as well you are you are making it happen from an athletic perspective um so i i think it's amazing that you already have something planned with your son um and you know i don't want to make either of us cry but what is it uh what is it about doing this with your son that makes it so special Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I just enjoy uh, spending time with your kids. I mean, that, I mean, that, that makes, doesn't that make any father or any mother smile? 
Well, give or take, right? (laughs) I think that when they're 27 (laughs) and you're up on the trail, it's a lot different than for me when they're like eight, four and six and just like needy in every conceivable moment. (laughs) I've been there. I've been there. I have three kids of my own. So yeah, I've been there. I know all about it. Yeah, you know. Um, So it's just, it's, yeah, go ahead. It's fun to be out out with your family. I mean, it's, um, whenever I see, I, when my, when my, I don't know if you've, you've probably heard of geocaching. Yeah. Um, I used to do that with the kids and watching their faces get excited when they find the geocache. I mean, that's, that's, that's the prize right there. I mean, mm-hmm. not the geocache, just watching your kid's face light up. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Right. And, and geocaching is, can you just explain that for, for folks who may not know? Oh, well, certainly. Um, Geocaching, um, it's, there's a website that you sign up for, and you can, uh, on a map, find what they call uh, geocache locations. And it's where someone has hidden a box, and then they have little treasures in it, and it has a logbook in it. And you use those GPS coordinates with, with your GPS, and you try to find that hidden container, and you open it up. And sometimes you uh there might be a, a prize in there or something in there for first time finders or there might be something in there where you can swap something so you put something in you take something out and you write into the logbook and then when you get back home you can uh register that that find online so that the person that actually owns that geocache knows that hey someone's found it oh wow cool that's a, that's a way bigger system than i thought it was going to be in terms of of involvement and people keeping track and etc um Cool. Well, I, I mean, I know some people that do that. Is it, um, do you think it's more people are doing geocache than I even realized? Do you think that that's likely? It's huge. Yeah. It is. There's millions of people doing it and there's millions of geocaches out there in the world. Wow. You've probably walked by probably a hundred of them and didn't even know it. Oh man. It's like a movie. I didn't know it was happening, but it's all around me. Very cool. Um, so, hiker Steve, how do we how do we keep up with you and what you're doing and and these these gear things that you get yourself involved in and and time on the trail and you have some beautiful pictures up on your website, etc. How do we follow you? Well, um, like you said, there's there's my website. Um, it's uh, just www.hiker-steve.com, um, and I'm quite active on uh, social media on twitter instagram and again i'm just hiker underscore steve um and if you go to my website actually i've got links there to all my social media accounts great um and you're an excellent twitter user i i appreciate that as someone who who uh communicates via twitter sometimes i i appreciated the ease with which you and i were able to communicate so hiker steve thank you so much for your time and for sharing why you love the outdoors and why it's an important part of your life thank you i really uh, enjoyed this conversation awesome all right thanks again thank you Big thanks to Hiker Steve. Make sure you find him on social media. He is very, very good at it. He will get back to you. Thanks for listening to Good Stuff Sports. This has been episode 16. I'm Mike Mason. You can find me on email, mike at goodstuffpod.com or on social media at goodstuffpod. Thanks for listening to Good Stuff Sports. Have a great week. Talk to you very, very soon.
good stuff.